Good morning, everybody. Today's a very special day, the ninth day of Kislev, which is both the birthday and the yard site of the Mitla Rebbe, second in the lineage of Chabad leaders. Now, the, the Mitla Rebbe, so what we're going to talk about the parsha a little bit, and really where the Mitla Rebbe took Chassidus to beyond his father, the founder, the Alter Rebbe. In the parsha today, we learn the birth of um, five, uh, three more of the tribes. Yisachar Zvulun are born to Leah, and then Yosef is born to Rachel. Rachel, who had been barren, finally has her first child, Yosef, and she names him Yosef. Why, says the Torah, Yosef Hashem Li Ben Acher. Actually, she gives two reasons of why she's naming him Yosef. The first is, Asaf Hashem is Cherpasi. My shame has now been taken away. And for those of you that are parents, you'll understand this Rashi. Rashi says, why was her shame taken away? So first Rashi gives us a simple understanding that until now, it looked like she was less worthy of giving birth to any of the 12 tribes than not only her sister, but even the two maidservants, Bila and Zopa, right? They each had had two, and uh, she had zero. So now her shame was taken away because she was able to give birth to one of the 12 tribes. The second reason Rashi says that her shame was taken away is because as long as a person has no children, you have nobody to blame anything on. And Rashi says, once you have children, once you have children, say, who broke that? My kid did it. Who ate those dates? I'm sorry, those figs. My kid ate them. That's what Rashi says. Anyway, but then the second reason given is Yosef Hashem Li Bein Acher. The simple understanding of that verse is, that Rachel also understood through divine inspiration that Yaakov would have 12 sons, the 12 tribes. So she, now there was 11. So she, so it's basically a prayer when she names her first son in prayer that that 12th son should also be from her. Yosef Hashem li bein achem, may Hashem grant me another child. Chassidus says, very uh, well, before we get to that, so immediately after Yosef is born, Yaakov goes to Lavan and he says, I'm out of here, I'm out of here, I'm going back home. So, now the question is, why all of a sudden now did Yaakov decide he's going back home? He probably also had divine vision knowing that he was going to have 12 sons, and if the idea was him to make this family while he's in Haran, why is he leaving now? Why isn't he waiting for the 12th son to be born? And if there was some other idea behind it, why didn't he leave sooner? For instance, well, the truth is, he just finished his 14 years of work when Yosef is born. At the end of that 14 years, that's when he decides he's, he has to go. But the fact is, why doesn't he either leave sooner or wait for the 12th son to be born. 
So the explanation, and Rashi himself says it, this you don't need this for. Rashi says that Yosef, once he's born, Yaakov sees the antidote to his brother Esav. Yaakov knows all along that ultimately the prize is Esav. That's who I have to conquer. He runs away because he knows it's not time yet to conquer Esav. He has to first go through the process of going through Haran. Fine, I get that. Understood. But now he's finished the process of Haran. What's the moment when he decides it's time to go conquer Esav when Yosef is born? And Rashi quotes this week's Haftorah, where it says that Vahoya base Yaakov Laesh, that the house of Jacob will be a fire, base Yosef Lahava, the house of Joseph will be an absolutely all consuming fire, a huge conflagration, or base Esav Lakash, the house of Esav will be straw, and that'll be consumed by Yaakov, but especially through Yosef. And Rashi says an interesting thing. What's the difference between the fire and the conflagration? Right? Yaakov is Eish. Yosef is Lehava. What's the difference between those two? Rashi says that the fire cannot reach a distant place when it's just a fire. Pull down that lever at the top. Can you reach it? Lena, that black lever, if you pull that down and push it, whatever works. Yeah? Pull, uh, so what happens is the fire can burn and it can consume straw. But at that point, it's only straw that you brought to the fire. In order for the fire to be able to consume straw at a distant place, Rashi says, it has to be a, cons- a huge fire, it has to be a conflagration. That's what it burns the straw at a distant place. So the difference between Yaakov and Yosef, Rashi is saying, is whether or not you can destroy Esav close by, or even destroy Esav at a distance. Right? That's Rashi. So now let's go to the Chassidus. Chassidus says that what's the meaning of Yosef Hashem li bein acher? And the Rebbe would quote this all the time, particularly the Rebbe would point this out, because the Rebbe's father-in-law, the previous Rebbe, his name was Yosef. So he would talk about it when he would speak about his father-in-law and describe his name and what his mission was. He would always mention that his name Yosef meant Yosef Hashem li bein acher. The way he translates it is that Hashem will make a son out of someone who's acher, estranged, at a distance. Someone who's estranged from Judaism, acher, he's different. He's estranged. We're going to turn him Yosef. I'm going to add him and make him into a ben. We're going to make him into a son. And then I would say that that's the meaning of Yosef's name. You could always say, like I said, applied to his father-in-law. You take that person who's estranged and you make him into a ben. What does Yaakov see in Yosef? He sees that capacity because it takes a, a, a very unique personality to be able to achieve that. If you live in a world of live and let live, and that's what our world has become, right? So a person who is acher, you're not even going to try to make him into a bed. Am I not invading his personal space? 
Is this not a, uh, not a trigger? What's the thing they say? No? The person says, I'm, I'm feeling violated. What's the term they use today? Yeah, it's a microaggression towards me. You ask me to put on tefillin, it's a microaggression. Whatever. Right? So the person, so it takes a unique person who says, no, this is not a microaggression. This is who you are. I'm just teaching you who you are. Not everybody's cut out for trying to take Acher and turn him into Ben. Yaakov understands that the conquering of Esau is going to have to take somebody whose personality is the personality type that he's not afraid of the outside world. His other ten sons, he looks at them, they're all tzaddikim, they all have their unique form of avodah, they all have their unique way of doing things, and each of their ways is holy and amazing, etc. Yehuda is destined for leadership, King David, etc. Mashiach, everything that's involved in that. Yes, it's all true. But Yosef is unique, he's the first guy that is not afraid of Acher and, and, and says there's no qualms about interacting with Acher because I'm going to make Acher into Ben. I have nothing to worry about. And so that kind of an energy is the ultimate energy that conquers Esau. That's when Yaakov says, okay, good. This guy's not afraid of the outside world. Who take a... In other words, the other sons were also not afraid of Esau. But their, their approach to Esau would be a scorched earth approach. <laughs> what? Scorched earth. It's a military term. Just destroy everything. Just burn it to the ground. Burn it to the ground. That's what they would have done to Esau. From a scorched earth. Right. Yosef says, no, 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 not scorched earth. We're going to take Esau and we're going to get his energy to become the ultimate energy of holiness. That's going to bring the Gula. Yaakov sees that in Yosef. He says for the first time, he's in a position to, as we're going to see in next week's parasha, May it happen immediately that we conquer Esau the way Esau needs to be conquered and the way Esau is begging us to conquer them. Begging us to bring the Gula now. Transform them. Transform them and make them into holiness. Hashem should bless us. We should see that open and revealed in front of our eyes through our own efforts because we won't be afraid or ashamed. We'll step up in the battle, the way it needs to be stepped up. Get every single year to put on fill and every single door to have a mezuzah on it, every single Jew to get a hug. Obviously, Israel, but the coming of Mashiach on this special day of Tess Kislev, may it happen now, Amen. Machayim.